I was in my 20s and I overdrew my bank account more than $1,700. That was more than twice my rent at the time. And as I was trying to figure out how I was going to dig out of the hole and pay the bank, I went to get some coffee at a Starbucks. It was in a very wealthy part of town. And as I sat there sipping my mocha latte, I noticed there were two groups of people that kept coming into the store. One group was in a hurry. They were hustling about. They wore relatively average clothes. And there was another group that was sitting around leisurely, reading the newspaper, working on their computers. They wore nicer clothes. They seemed more relaxed. And I thought, what do these people do? That was a pivotal moment in my journey of discovery of the patterns that wealthy families who pass on wealth generation after generation, the patterns that they implement with their money that the rest of the world does not. So here's the big question. How do everyday people like us who didn't grow up wealthy and were not taught how to be wealthy in school, how are we supposed to learn to think, invest, and grow wealth like the top 1% without compromising our ethics and our values? My name is Jeremy Whaley. That was my big question. This podcast will give you the answers. You're listening to Think Rich Radio. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Think Rich Radio. I am your host, Jeremy Whaley, and I think this is going to be another excellent episode. Looking forward to sharing it with you and working through some great uh, great concepts built around what I call the financial fortress. It's part of your personal finance and how you can really dominate all that stuff. But before we get there, I want to send a big shout out and a thank you to all of you who've been participating with my Facebook Lives and my, we'll just call it my Sunday Night Live because I've been doing it both on Facebook and through Zoom. And we're doing these on Sunday nights at 7.30. If you have not joined us, I'd love to have you join me. But we've been doing these now for about three weeks, and uh, it's really exciting to just be able to connect with you more on a direct level, uh, get the immediate feedback, and just chat back and forth and whatnot. So we're going to keep doing these Facebook and uh, Zoom lives every Sunday night at 7.30. And I just want to say thanks to those of you who have been showing up and invite those of you who have not been there yet uh, to mark it on your calendar, 7.30 Eastern Time on Sunday nights. I also want to say uh, you're going to start to see a little bit of a change with Think Rich Radio, not so much in the format, but in the... Um, the type of content that I'm going to be releasing. Several months ago, when I started laying out this podcast, I set out a series of kind of initial mindset podcasts that I wanted to do. And then I had this whole depth of topics that I want to work through. And I finally have gotten through kind of all that foundational stuff that I've been been working through for the last several months. And so you're going to start to see more tactical stuff and more going through a rotation of several topics. And so that's going to start kicking in uh, right now. And I'm very excited to get into that phase of the podcast. Uh, In fact, we're going to do that right now. But before we do that, let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel like you're just stuck? Like you can't get traction, you can't get moving? Maybe like you don't quite know what to do next. You don't know what the process should be. Or maybe you're looking at the people around you and you feel like they're all making progress and moving where they want to go, but you're not going where you want to go. Well, have you ever heard of the 80-20 rule? We've all heard of this, right? Where 20% of the effort gets you 80% of the results. You know, success is a lot like that. In the world of success, people are all focused on the strategy because it gets you about 80% of the way there, at least on the outside. Well, what's that last 20% that gets you over the hump? And the answer is it's your mindset. In fact, I would say that it's probably 80% mindset and 20% strategy. 
but you get the result from the strategy. So that's why everybody wants to go towards the strategy side of it. But you got to get to work on the mindset. And that's why I've put together my new Think Rich 2020 program. It's based on the 13 principles of success that have been proven over 100 years here. It's the same process process that, you know, great people like Andrew Carnegie, all the way to Tony Robbins and, you know, all of these great people that you've seen over the years, over these decades, it's the same process they've used. And it's the same process that I've used in my own life for the last 20 years to create success and build businesses and do all the great things that I've had the chance to do. So I want you to go over to thinkrich2020.com right now and get access to your own version of Think Rich 2020. It's thinkrich2020.com. And if you'd like to save $200, that means you can save like $200. That's a whole lot of money, right? All you need to do is use the coupon code LIVE2020. LIVE2020. Use the coupon code LIVE2020 and you can save $200 right now. This is the episode you've been waiting for because I'm going to share with you in the next few minutes how to quit your job in three simple steps. So if you've been wanting to change jobs, get out of your job, quit your job, this is the episode for you. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you remember episode number three, I talked about building a financial fortress. If you were not around at that time, maybe you didn't go back and listen to that episode, I'll give you kind of just the highlights right now. I have this model for personal finance that I call your financial fortress. And there's really three parts to it. Across the bottom is your foundation. This is where everything that's secure is going to go. Your savings account, your um, certificates of deposit, gold, anything that's completely secure, you're going to put into your foundation. And then in the middle, if you can imagine some columns, like a Greek Parthenon almost, You have these columns that are standing up, and I'm going to call these cash flow columns, and they support your building structure. And then across the top is what we would call in a Parthenon, the Oedipus, but we're not going to call it that. We're going to call it extraordinary living. And extraordinary living is the nice things and stuff that you have. It's what everybody sees. Of course, the thing that supports the whole structure are those cash flow columns. And this is money that you have coming into your bank account. Cash flow. The most important part of every financial fortress, the most important part of everybody's personal finance. Now, most people are stuck with just one cash flow column in their life, and they call it their job. And they know it. They know they're stuck. They realize that if they lose their job, then their entire financial world comes crashing down. And so they become discontented. They start looking for other opportunities. They, they keep doing the job because it provides a certainty that they need. They know they're going to get their paycheck. But deep down, almost every employee knows that they're trapped. They know they're working for somebody else. They know that they could be fired at any time, even if they're offering high value. Even if they are the best employee in the company, they realize that it's not their fate. They don't control the fate. It's up to somebody else. And in the mind of every employee, deep down, they know that this is true. They realize that there's a disaster lurking. All it takes is one devastating blow, something to sink the job. Could be the company goes out of business. It could be an external force, but they realize that if they lose their job, their entire financial world comes crumbling down. It's against that backdrop that people start looking for alternate ways to create financial independence.
So the first natural fix is to get another job. Go find another position that'll pay more money. Go get some more education so you can earn a little extra, start saving a little extra, build a little cushion, a nest egg as they like to call it, and you hope for the best. That's why we see people trying to climb a corporate ladder. Why not? If you want to make more money, if you want to get paid more, you got to climb up the ladder, right? But there's just one big existential problem that this model presents, and that is that you're still just one big blow away from your entire financial world crumbling down. Maybe you get the promotion, maybe you're getting a better paying job, but your fate's still not in your hands. You could still get downsized, you could still have the company go out of business. Lots of things could happen on the external force world that could destroy your certainty. And so the quest continues. How do we find financial independence? And so the next fix that most people looking for independence tend to move towards is that of being a small business owner. The logic is obvious. I can't fire myself. I mean, I could fire myself, but why would I do that? I have certainty. I'm in control. And so the dream becomes to own your own small business. Or in some cases, people might start investing in real estate or maybe investing in trading, or they get a job, a career that at least you can be your own boss, such as becoming a realtor or another career choice where, you know, you have a little bit of structure from working inside of an organization, but you're really your own boss. That's creating a lot of independence. But what you find is you find that after a few months, you're working harder than you ever were before. And all you really do is you own a job. Maybe you're making more money. Maybe you're making more money than you've ever made before, but you own a job. If you stop showing up for work, the money stops flowing and you're toast. And so the quest continues. How do we create financial independence? That usually leads to the unconscious realization that they need multiple sources of income or something I call diversified income. So they've got their small business or they've got their job or Maybe got some sort of a career, it's providing some base, but we need some extra money, so maybe you go get a second job. Go work a little bit in the evenings over here, driving Uber, delivering pizzas, doing something different so that you can make some extra money. And then maybe there's still not enough money at the end of the month, and so you decide to start a new small business, maybe an eBay store. We're selling stuff on Amazon. And it seemed good at first. Now you've got some multiple sources of income. If one of them disappears, certainly you've got, you know, the evening job or the the weekend eBay store that can help support you. There's just one problem. This person is absolutely worn out. They can't proceed because they've created a financial world that requires that they just keep working harder and harder and harder. And they wonder why is it the harder I work, the more behind I feel. The harder I work, the more behind I feel. Because they didn't learn how to build diversified income the way that the wealthiest in the world do it. A 
couple of years into my professional music career, I had the opportunity to rent a recording studio from a guy named Ron. And what I didn't realize is I was about to have a first-hand education of what generational wealth looks like. See, Ron's father started buying apartment buildings when he was in college. Whenever I was studying music theory, when I was learning how to be a musician and how to ultimately create a job for myself, Ron's father was also in music school, but Ron's father started buying apartment buildings. And he would live in one of the apartments and he would rent the rest of them out. And as he went through his music career, he continued to buy more and more real estate and that real estate continued to pay him. And Ron told me how his dad showed him how to do the exact same thing. So when Ron went to college, he started buying houses and renting them out to college students. And he started buying apartment buildings. And before you know it, Ron got into buying commercial buildings and he started buying houses on a portion of Nashville known as Music Row. And eventually Ron and his family owned as much real estate as any one family on Music Row. But the fact they owned real estate wasn't the magic. The magic was while Ron was sitting in school, he was getting paid. He was getting paid from the rental income that was coming in from his properties. And Ron was taught something that I was not taught. That was the value of residual or passive income. You see, I was taught to go to school, get a job, work hard, take your paycheck, and the more you work, the more you earn. Time is money. Ron was taught the only way to have freedom is to have more money, and the way I get more money is to buy more assets that pay me. And so Ron started buying assets that provided what we call passive or residual income, and he would rent them out, and it freed him up. So even though Ron still came to the office and he still had work to do, his income and his survival was not tied to the work that he did. Instead, it was tied to the real estate that he owned. So if you want the right way to quit your job, I'm going to give it to you right now in three steps. And this will work for any of you, regardless of your income. If you're earning $15,000 a year or $150 or $15 million, it doesn't matter. If you've got a job, if the income stops when you stop working, then you need to do this process. And so here it is in three steps. Step number one, keep your job. That's right. Most people get so focused on replacing their job that they forget to realize that this job is the stability they've got. So keep your job for a little while. Keep your job for a little while. And step number two, add to it. But don't do like the poor man. The poor man goes out and adds a second job or a third job. No, what you need to do is you need to add an income source, something that will pay you residual income. It might look like a network marketing company. It might look like buying rental property, possibly trading the stock market or starting a small business that has some residual income components to it. But the key is that you keep your job and you add to it. You add to it your first cash flow stream or your first income that will pay you some residual income. Now, maybe it's only three or $400 a month or $500 a month, but for many people, $500 a month is the difference of getting through the end of the month and not getting through the end of the month. And so you start there and then you add to it. You add more to the network marketing income or you add an additional rental property. You add to the new cash flow engine. And then as you start to make additional profits, you roll it forward. And that's step number three. Step three is you keep investing in the passive and residual income. 
don't be the person that just buys one rental property and you have it mortgaged to the hilt and you're only making $50 a month positive cash flow, so you give up on the whole thing. No, don't do that. You know, be smart about it. If you're going to start getting into real estate, make sure you got the liquidity to actually get into the real estate or pick a different source, but don't give up on the model. The model is to start building residual income and then roll those profits into additional residual income opportunities. And as you start to do that, we start to create what I call a wealth snowball. You guys might have heard of Dave Ramsey talking about the debt snowball, where you keep snowballing all the payments until you finally get out of debt. Well, I do the exact opposite. I think you need to create a wealth snowball. And as you build one residual income stream, you roll that into the next one, and then into the next one, and then into the next one. Before you know it, your wealth snowball is building, and it's moving so fast and so big that you have more residual income than you have income from your job. And when you get to that point where you've got enough residual or passive income that you could not show up at work and you still have the same amount of living expenses covered from your residual income, in other words, you could go on a vacation for six months and you'd be fine. You could go on a vacation for two years and you'd be fine. When you get to that point, you've created financial freedom. And that's when you can quit your job. But up until that time, you're going to have to keep a job. Everybody's got to do it because you get paid right now for the effort you put out. But as you become wealthy, as you start to think rich, you start to think differently about it. You start to do what wealth dynasties and generational wealth has done. You become intentional about buying cash flowing assets. These are assets that will pay you even if you don't show up to work. And that's going to be your secret to building a strong financial fortress. Bring on the fire, bring on the rain, nothing can take you down. Crashing like thunder, steel in your veins, nothing can take you down. Hey folks, thanks for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode on the Financial Fortress. I've got a whole lot more to share with you in this area and on this subject. In fact, I'm even putting together a brand new home study course based on the Financial Fortress concept, and that'll be available soon as well. But before we get there, just keep listening to the podcast, keep listening to these episodes, and start putting these principles into place. If you haven't checked it out already, go over to thinkrich2020.com, thinkrich2020.com. Mindset is so important, folks. 80% of your success is the mindset. 20% is the strategy. Financial Fortress is a strategy. Buying residual income, that's a strategy. But if you don't have the right mindset in place, you're never going to be able to actually win, even if you're putting the right strategies in place. So that's why I've put together Think Rich 2020. Go over to thinkrich2020.com and use the coupon code LIVE2020. LIVE2020. And you will save $200. That's about 60%. $200 off the Think Rich 2020 training program. All right, folks, thanks again for listening. If you haven't subscribed already to the podcast, please do so over at Apple Podcasts or Google or Stitcher or wherever it is you'd like to listen to podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your coworkers and everybody else that needs to hear how to break free from their financial bondage. All they need to do is start listening to Think Rich Radio, and we're going to show you exactly how to do that right here. All right. Until next time, folks, remember you were created to live an extraordinary life. So embrace it, believe it, receive it. Go out and live extraordinary. <laughs>